And on the line now we have with us is Mario Okanamu. He's a former banker. He's also an expert when it comes to oil and energy and a lot of international news, which a lot is going on right now. Um, oil prices have jumped after the European Union leaders agreed to ban most Russian crude imports. Mario Okanamu, uh, I, I mean, just I help- also understand that the uh, inflation rate in Europe is just as bad as the United States. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on. Actually, yes, the inflation rate, depending on the country, is in some case even higher than what it is in the U.S., uh, and that does not bode well for any of the countries or the uh, European Union's economy as a whole. Uh, Lydia is right. Um, there was an agreement that was reached uh, at the a European Union meeting yesterday whereby they've agreed to immediately stop importing uh, 75% of the Russian oil, meaning the uh, crude that comes into Europe. And they're uh, aiming to bring that up to 90% by the end of the year. Uh, This is oil that comes in via ship. Pipeline oil will continue to come in, and specifically to countries Hungary, Czech Republic, and to Slovakia. Uh, Those countries were not prepared to sign an agreement unless they had access to the pipeline because they are landlocked, and therefore they were concerned that they were going to get cut out of the crude oil market. The uh, initial impact was there was a bump up in the price of oil, but then it pretty much settled. Nothing spectacular happened there, which is kind of interesting because if you think about the fact that Europe's decided it's going to now no longer import Russian oil, you would think that the price of oil would spike up significantly, yet that has not happened well, yet. Well, it was 118 this morning, and then it backed off a little bit. That's correct, and that, that that's but, totally but correct. But also, I understand this morning's news was that Russia cut out the Netherlands. Is, is there any update on that? Yeah, yes, that's true. Russia has cut out Denmark and, the, and Holland, and it has also cut out Finland, I believe, last week or 10 days ago. So uh, because those countries are refusing to pay for their uh, oil and gas in rubles. So they are no longer getting oil and gas. The countries themselves are saying it's not a big deal. They have plenty in reserve that should easily take them through uh, the fall and beginning of the winter, uh, by which time they are hoping they're going to have satisfactory um, other reserves in place. I'm trying to understand. The Europe, even though the United States has, has cut off Russia, theoretically cut them off, all the European countries, not only are they still buying product, they're paying for it in rubles, and the ruble has gone up higher than it was originally when we started the blockade. Yes, that's true. Uh, there's something else that's very interesting and that I find rather troubling. Um, notwithstanding the fact that they came out and made this big announcement yesterday and everybody is high-fiving each other that they're no longer going to be bringing in Russian crude uh, into the European Union, but uh, many of the heads of state announced different programs whereby they're going to continue sending weapon systems to the Ukraine. That's kind of interesting if you think about the fact that they're actually penalizing the Russians for invading the Ukraine and they want to stop funding the Russian war machine. Yet in the same breath, they're prepared to continue providing weapons to the Ukraine so that it can essentially keep fighting a a war against the Russians. Uh, The two don't actually seem to make sense. And I think it it hits on something um, uh, Mr. Katsimatidis and I discussed over the weekend, which is a lot of people – 
do not want to see this end for whatever the reasons are. Uh, and the well, reasons. The other are, thing we discussed, and I, I got to say it, I got to get it off my chest, Mario. Uh, the uh, Putin is fighting with uh, uh, Biden. They're fighting with the European community, but uh, they are getting sixteen-year-old kids now from Russia to go into battle. So the the the, the leaders are fighting with each other. And the 16 and 18 year old kids are dying in the in the battlefield. Yes, and that's unfortunate. Very sad. The, Very sad. That's the history. That's the history of the world in a nutshell. Um, there is something. There is a couple of other things I would like to mention as food for thought. We got a minute that are left happening. before we have to take a break. Uh, okay, um, OPEC. As you know, Russia is not a member of OPEC, and there are now discussions that OPEC is going to actually formally ask. And invite Russia to join OPEC. But the that truth will is, be horrible. that will that be horrible for Saudi the European Arabia Union. And Saudi Arabia and Russia have been partners since the time when oil went down to twenty dollars a barrel, and uh, they felt that Trump was trying to screw them. Yes. Well, that that will be uh, very bad news for the EU if it happens, and it'll be very good news for the U.S. if it happens, provided the U.S. actually starts pumping oil out of the ground and starts shipping it to the rest of the world. And how likely uh, is that, Mario? Uh, you could ask Mr. Katsimatidis on that. <laughs> I He's much better answers. informed I, than I, know, I am. I know a little I bit get, about oil. <laughs> I, I get my information Mario, on that from him. Mario Kanobu, <laughs> thank you for calling in today, and... Uh, God bless America. God bless the European community. God bless Great Britain. And, well, we need God's blessings. Otherwise, we're in deep crap. Uh, yes. Thank you so yes. much. Uh, let's Indeed. take that break. We're going to do